Hey everyone, welcome to It Was All a Stream. I'm Chris here with my cousin and co-host Neil Carroll. Welcome back, everybody. Did you what watch? Today? Did you watch What If? I did watch both episodes of What If, in fact. Okay, let's just get right into it then. Yeah. Do it. I, what what were your overall feelings? So this was a very interesting thing. It was essentially, you know, which is the nature of the show, a repeat of everything we've seen. Um, you know, some of the stories being told again, I like the addition of the kind of Hellboy space monster that they were trying to raise. But uh, I here's my, my impression. And it's a shame because people are going to misinterpret it because uh, Captain Carter, you know, being a woman and everything else. But I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it has to do with the fact that it's English. Like Captain England does nothing for me. Captain Carter as like an English hero does nothing for me. Well, I think. And, you know. Okay. I, I think it's interesting because like they didn't, they purposefully didn't name her Captain Britain. Right. Because there is a character who's already Captain Britain. So they kept it Captain Carter instead and left it ambiguous who she was. I mean, clearly she has the the accent, but um, they left it ambiguous of who she was working for was more. She was just with the, um, the allies. Right. Instead of like a specific, you know, because everyone else she's working with is America for whatever reason. For whatever reason. And that, yeah, like, so, and it was interesting because in Captain America, she was like the liaison, you know, Captain Carter or whatever. She was the liaison to that whole organization. But yeah, and now she's just an English person working with an American army, being all Captain America. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with you that I think this, at least for episode one, that yeah. was kind of just a rehashing of, Captain America yeah. First Avenger, they just swapped places. Right. Um, I liked that they did the uh the story, the the love story between her and Steve still kind that of showing nice touch, yeah. showing that it wasn't about, you know, him getting all buff. He she fell for him before he became Captain America yeah. in, wasn't in about the, the muscles main timeline. I like um, the, that they kept that you haven't found the right dance partner yet line. That was a cute yep, thing. They kept that as well. Um, I think like overall, I thought the animation was pretty good. Um, it didn't make me feel like it was specifically just for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun revisiting and like hearing the familiar voices. At which that was one of the things I was most happy about because I went and looked I was like, that sounds like so-and-so. That sounds like so-and-so. And I wanted to double check. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone came back. Yeah, there might be a couple people real excited that, about. that didn't, but then they're doing their best impression of, of them anyways. Correct. It's tough Correct. to tell. It is tough to tell. And shout out to Chadwick Boseman. Um, this was actually his last project, I think, that he worked on. Yeah, so he does life. three episodes for this, and yeah. it's his last project. I will say, like... I guess we could kind of talk about the two episodes together. Mm-hmm. I I will say I found that like the the first episode I was like, all right, 
this is this is fine like it's nice seeing a bunch of people like the you know right. it's seeing a twist like this is fine second episode i thought was miles better miles the first better. i was like oh yes. okay they're actually doing something here um right. they're doing something weird i like it that was excellent and and you know how much i despise benicio del toro but to return to the collector and to see all that go on and, and you know turn flip that on its ear and have them all kind of go after him spoiler alert i thought that was great you know and then seeing the collection again they were able to explore a few different things like i i just think that was a very very cool thing Absolutely so so it. before we get into that second episode let's wrap up the the first real quick um right. a couple questions for you because it looks like and I don't know if this is going to apply to every what if episode, but it looks like they're all going to be like each kind of storyline is going to have multiple parts to it. Um, it's very clear that we're getting Captain Carter again in another episode right. or two. Um, she was taken into another dimension. It looks like at the end of the episode. So instead of, right. you know, at the end of uh, of um, the first Avenger, Steve Rogers, he flies the plane into the Arctic Ocean and is frozen, is, is frozen and lost right. until he's found by S.H.I.E.L.D. decades later. Right. She this, disappears into the quantum realm. pushes a crazy monster back into its dimension. Also, a lot of people think that that's uh, Shuma Gorath. Um, right. who's supposed to be the villain in the upcoming Doctor Strange film. Um, so we're going to see her again. I don't know if we'll have an adventure in whatever dimension she's going to. Um, I think it's interesting. It's purposeful that they used Shumagorath if they did, because all of these tie in to the movies. So I wonder if there's we're going to see some stuff that we haven't seen yet in the movies, but are right. coming in this show well i think that's definitely like the lead in i think we had to go through like any first episode or first chapter or something it might be a little boring or a little hard to get through because they have to introduce the world but i do now i think they're like okay you get the concept we're going to flip some things people aren't going to be who you think they are but now we're going to tell our own story so we right. did our origin now i think like that would be very cool to see her in in a different realm having an adventure the only thing i'm disappointed in from this episode that i thought <laughs> would have happened had all these events occurred is right. for steve rogers to be the one who becomes winter soldier yeah but you know we don't what? really I was get happy... that at the end right we don't get that and i i'm okay with that i'm okay with like you know because like they get to how do you phrase this they get to keep him as a here a 90 pound hero okay you know and that i kind of felt like that was the mission of of this episode because it was you know we're giving her the power the super soldier serum we're making her the superhero and you know she don't need no man to to save her so why make steve rogers you know uh the Winter Soldier or another hero. Let him be just a regular guy. 
That's fair. That's fair. I could I could roll with that. Yeah, that was my feeling on that. Um, so episode two is yeah. way out there. Episode two oh, is so if, much better. If Yandu went and picked up the wrong kid instead right. of uh, Chris Pratt's character, Peter Quill, um, and instead he picks up T'Challa. Which, th- just another testament to how great the, these guys at Marvel are at developing story. Of course, they would go to Earth. And they said that, like they explained yep. it. If there was any, not Earth, but to Wakanda. If there's anything on that planet that's not from that planet, it's in Wakanda because all this radiation. All the so, yeah. Right. So I thought that was great. I was like, okay, absolutely. That makes sense. Like these are, these guys are perfect storytellers. Yeah. I, cause I wasn't, um, you know, looking at the, uh, the previews and everything that was one story where I was like, I wasn't buying the pitch. I was like, oh, okay. this just seems I, I random. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But then once they did it, I was like, oh, okay, this is good. Never mind. Absolutely, I, I was totally on board. Like you said, after I started watching, once they started explaining the storyline to me, and it works because they do have all this advanced technology. They would have been the first to explore space. Yeah. So once later they explained on, that. Yeah that they were looking for a certain like alien foreign alien signature on earth and that they went there and they wouldn't really know what was going on there. So they just pick up the first kid that they see. Like, okay, that makes sense. And it wasn't Yondu who went and did it. This, it was, he sent his crew taser face and James Gunn's brother. Um, Right. Like, and I really love that, like, this one, everyone came back for. They brought in a ton of people. They brought in, um, they brought in Thanos and Nebula, who are both good now. Like, none of that Mad Titan Mm. stuff really happened. Right. Um, they did a lot of good, um, kind of throwaway lines to, like, kind of incorporate. Right. His Explain away past beliefs and why he didn't end up going down the route route that he did. And it's funny because it, they're just showing that T'Challa is just so inherently good that right. he turns the Ravagers instead of them just going and doing what their name sounds, ravaging and stealing and pillaging. They're doing good things. He they're going around doing good things, saving the universe. I I also like so two, two things with that. One, I like that we're not going to rehash the Thanos stuff. We're going to get a different story. Great. Mm-hmm. And two, as I was watching it, I was like, well, he's a better Star-Lord. Like, he's a, not better, like, so like much I don't better. like Chris but so much better. Like, a better like, person. Like, his better skills. at the mission of yes. guarding the galaxy. Of being Star-Lord. So, I, I thought that was great. Like, uh, they didn't make him Peter Quill. You know, right. they didn't make him clumsy and goofy they didn't and just he's just good at the, the job. story like they really made right. it if if what if this person was in this right. place instead what would happen and they a lot changes when well that person executed. is in that spot oh yeah i know i thought it was excellent so but to jump to the end we do get my man kurt russell come back right. as he's the living planet 
and he goes and finds his actual son. So I'm, I'm very excited to see that Who is working at a story. fast food restaurant, sweeping right. it up, listening to his 80s music, which I think is great. And Absolutely. On, on, on brand for what would have happened to Peter Quill had he stayed on Earth. And it's a Dairy Queen, hearkening back to that there we uh, go. movie, That's what it was. which I yep. liked. Yep. Um, yeah, so I liked, I liked everything that they did. They gave us some uh, little easter egg things really they were easter eggs of the easter eggs from the movie you know where you had howard the duck and they had uh seth green come back and do that voice i could tell it was the same voice from when he little voice cameo that was great in the movie um you have the i think the dog's name is pluto the space dog or something like that I don't, maybe it's not Pluto. Maybe I'm just mixing it up with the Disney dog Pluto. I don't know. But here's what the space dog. Here's what came out of this episode. Uh, and it started in the movies. Cosmo, with that, the space dog. Cosmo. I knew it was something like that. Something else. Yeah. Um, started in the movies with that like two second cameo and is reaffirmed now. I never thought I'd want another Howard the Duck movie but i think i'm ready well i think we're getting a full episode of howard the duck oh what if i'm I'm pretty sure i don't know if that was the only return for for howard the duck we need we need it um yeah so so far like after that episode i'm i'm i think i'm in yes as am i i think i'm in as am i um we are a fun little change that that we've got going on for the podcast is we are now going to be releasing episodes Thursdays or Thursday Friday range Word. um so that we could kind of talk about all the Disney Plus shows a little bit more immediately after they come out right and you know i think for movies they come out on the weekends, but that's okay because then we're giving people some time to actually watch it during the week if they don't get to see it over a weekend. Um, so I think the the flip that we're doing is good. I think I, I think it makes more sense. People are going to watch the episode of TV easier than they are going to watch a, a whole movie. Um, Absolutely. So I think that is good. I'm happy with it. Totes. Um, so next week, uh, we'll be talking about episode three. I believe it is a episode that focuses on Loki, uh, ruling the earth. Oh yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be coming out next week. This obviously is coming out either today or tomorrow. Today is a Thursday. Um, so next week you could expect it, um, the day or two after, Uh, episode three comes out um let's move on to rolling or trolling rolling and trolling i'm ready we had a lot going on it's been a minute there's a fair amount there's a fair amount uh first off venom let there be carnage has been pushed back again from september to october 15th i'll allow it yeah, I think they're just like, all right, we're, we're going to keep pushing it back, keep pushing it back and until we know we're good. We're going to get our... They made the together. unfortunate decision of pushing it so far back that they missed a good release window. 
because they right. pushed it so much. It's just yeah, they that's... keep getting unlucky with it. Sure. But speaking of Venom, Tom Hardy said in a recent interview that he would, quote, do anything, unquote, for a crossover between Venom and Spider-Man. I mean, I think that makes sense. I, I, I that they're from the same world. I think that should happen. I also think this version could be made to fit into the Spider-Man world. You know, again, and I trust these writers to figure it out, but that makes sense to me. I'd roll with that. Yeah, I'm 1000% rolling with it too. I am under the impression that it already happened. Okay. I think they've already filmed it and it's it happens in Venom 2. Oh, they do a little capacity. Yeah. Yeah, I think he makes a cameo, Tom Holland. Nice. Um, especially because we know that um, Michael Keaton is in Morbius, which yes. also keeps getting pushed back. That's not coming out till next year. Um, so I think Tom Holland shows up in this upcoming Venom movie in some shape or form. I love it. It's going to be the good stuff. A new Home Alone movie titled Home Sweet Home <sighs> is coming to Disney Plus November 12th. All right. Before you say anything else, I'm going to flat out troll unless Macaulay Culkin is returning to star in the film. There, no, I, I don't believe he is returning. Then we don't him. need another Home Alone film. We've said all we need to say with the ones that are out there. It's basically a break-in film. It's You know what it is? It's The Strangers with comedy. What is, who who are the stars in this? They have, um, they they put it. Yeah. I'm just the looking it up quickly. It's, um... Some... Ellie Kemper oh, Lord. is is in it, and Rob Delaney, and uh, Keenan Thompson, Pete God. Holmes, Chris Parnell. Um, those are the names that you would know. I enjoy Chris Parnell, I must admit. And Keenan Thompson. And Keenan Thompson, certainly. But what are we like? What are we doing here? Is the thing? Are we married? You know, married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. What? Like, that's not Home Alone. What is that? That's not Home Alone. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that then. That's weird. Yeah. So um, I'm out on that. Um, it's, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I'm probably out on it too, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm trolling as well. Right. Um. Speaking of Disney Plus, Disney Plus Day is officially coming on November 12th, same day as Home Sweet Home, and will coincide with their quarterly call and reportedly reveal some huge news and trailers. It sounds like this is going to be very similar to the uh, Disney Investor Day that they did last year. Um, announcing all of the upcoming shows and movies and phase four and Disney plus shows, all that stuff. Right. Um, it sounds like that what that's what they're doing here. Um, but a little bit earlier and they're calling it Disney plus day because it's just, I guess, revealing stuff about Disney plus mostly. 
I'll, look, I'll allow it. I'll roll. You know, we'll be promote tuned yourself. In. We'll, we'll be, be tuned, tuned in, in. And, and catching up on all the news. Got to do it. Got to stay current. Emma Stone. Yeah. Has signed on for Cruella 2. Okay. Are you rolling or trolling this decision, considering maybe a week or two ago, we were saying in this segment that she was considering suing Disney over the first Cruella and how that was released? This is what I mean. Like, this proves my point. Okay. It's all, and I love Emma Stone. Love Emma Stone. Uh, I did not see Cruella, but that's my, like, the whole thing is what, what, you know, you were suing, they were horrible people. We need to all feel terrible and and cancel them, but you want to sign on for another movie and make a ton of money. Enough of you. Enough. Like, I'm trolling the hypocrisy, but I'm rolling with her working because she's a good actress. I want to see her work, but just stop complaining that you made $40 million instead of $50 million. Like enough. That's like that's like that's like the skinny girl at the party saying, "Oh, I shouldn't eat this. It just goes right to my hips." Meanwhile, everyone's looking at her like, "Come on, you just how dare you!" Like enough, enough. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna let your words just hang around there i'm not even gonna gonna i'm not even gonna get into it more disney news disney apparently wants ryan reynolds back for free guy 2 so uh, did i miss free guy where is that is that in theaters or is that it's in theaters this was not a disney plus release all right i believe it's opening weekend it made i don't know if it was worldwide or domestic it made uh, i think domestic it made 28 million or a little over 28 million that, I mean, and they were saying that that was successful. So, I guess I don't know. on the budget of that. I don't know what what they paid Ryan. I, look, he's another one. Love to see him work. I mean, he is a funny guy. I like his movies. Um, haven't seen this free guy stuff, but I'm in based off the trailers. So I'm down for a second. One sight unseen. Yeah, I know that's that's one that uh, actually me and my wife want to go see um, yeah. at some point. It looks very good and i'm all for i'm all for it i like that it's a franchise that's been started uh off of original ip yes instead of existing ip that um, is a nice I change that's face. good I, good for ryan reynolds doing some worthwhile stuff he, he's had a weird career he has he's had a very he... very weird career um so I like when he's able to like when do Ryan Reynolds thing. is good and able to do his thing, he's good. Yes. But he, his issue has been picking the right movies to, to do be, that. to do his thing. Yes. He's very hit or miss when it comes to actually pitting, picking those movies. I concur. I concur. This is an interesting one. Talk to me. This is almost a DC. What if? Ooh. Apparently, James Gunn mm-hmm. almost made Superman the main villain in the Suicide Squad. Okay, let's unpack this. He almost made Superman the villain in the Suicide Squad. All right. I think that's interesting. I could see that if it was 
the Henry Cavill Superman, who's essentially a villain. And I think the door is still open because if any of those like little mini starros survived, they have mind control properties. And that story has been told in the Superman universe. So maybe that's a thing that could happen. Yeah, I I think that's something that would be fun to go down to. I know there's the um, the upcoming video game that they had announced like way at the beginning of the year um, that they're that the same people who make the Batman Arkham games they made a Suicide Squad game um, right. and it's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. It seems like right. the Justice League are mind controlled and they have to go and fight the Justice League. So, uh, which I can dig. I dig that. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's being done already to some capacity. I think, right. I, I guess uh, James Gunn I, just decided not to go down a road that's kind of being explored being already. already. Um, but I think that would be very interesting to see in a, but in a movie. The other thing is, and I know you feel this way because you've said it before, like let the Snyder verse die. Yes. Like, let's stop going back to that world and go find a new, find a better world. Let's seek a newer. Make world. it the James Gunverse. Yes, I'm down for that. He let showed, him, he, he demonstrated let him spin that he could it do into it. his own thing instead of yes. like yes. you know, make it a half, uh, like a half-ass reboot, like they did with the Suicide Squad. That's fine. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, I th- I do think like one thing that's being shown and kind of being proven as we go along is um dc has kind of decided oh we can have a multiverse and it's just like oh yeah there's this joker who's just part of the multiverse there's the cw shows there's the snyder movies there's going to be this new batman like that's all fine and well but Marvel is kind of proving like, yeah, you can do a multiverse. It needs to be connected. Right. People need it to be connected because there are just... That's what we're used to. It's what we want. It's what we want. It's what we're used to. And it's just, it's too all over the place. There's too much confusion uh, on what's going on. You have this James Gunn movie, which was great, but it's like replacing the original suicide squad but it's a reboot but it's not it's just like they're uh, i can't go over enough how how much dc has screwed up and continues to screw up their universe totes see it as a reboot replacement in my mind in my mind's eye yeah um anthony mackie Ooh has officially signed his deal with Disney to star in the upcoming Captain America 4 movie. Okay. I okay, let's So let's so we knew a, this that out. this movie was coming. Now it's official. Right. Um right. what are your feelings on a Captain America 4 movie starring Sam Wilson? I mean, I'm okay with it. I think he's doing an amazing job. I like the show. I think, I think that um, the problem is there's a, I, we should, there's a lot more to do before we get back to Captain America, I think. Yeah. Like, there's some people I think we could let shine a bit. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to have to deal with the 
Iron Man of it all, what happens there. I think I'd rather see a new, you know, a continuation. I'd like to see a movie of that, you know, like an Iron Man revisited type thing. Uh, I believe we're getting a Disney Plus show, Ironheart. Ironheart works for me. Yes. Right, because the daughter takes over and all that. So I'm good. I mean, I'll, I'm going to tune in. I'm going to go see it. It's going to be strange because it, it will obviously lack the, um, like that World War II gusto that you got with um, Chris yeah, Evans. It'll be a little even bit though, of a different vibe. Yeah, even though like the last, he, only his one movie was set in that time period, they did such a good job that he carried that with him. Like he was so good yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a different vibe. I just don't know how successful that vibe will be. But I'm down. I'll, I'll roll with it. I'm gonna, oh, you know, yeah. Really I, I'm all for it. The The only thing that worries me a little bit is that um, I really did not like how the show ended. I agree. I did not think they did a good job wrapping everything up. It was a show that I really enjoyed. I thought the action was really good. Like if they keep that kind of stuff, that's great. Um, yeah. But it's the same writer from the TV show that is doing the, that's writing the movie, I believe. Um, okay. So I'm hoping that the issues that I have um, from, from the series just kind of stem from like them having to scramble due to the pandemic and rewrite um, as opposed to that was the story all along. I can, I agree with that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I liked what they did, what they put in place, the ideas they had and stuff like that. It was how they wrapped it up and it seemed too quick, too easy. It was just, it wasn't, um, it didn't land. The, right. the, they didn't stick the landing. So I, I follow you. we'll I follow see you. how they do with the movie. I hope that, you know, with more time and not having to adjust and scramble, they had to just inherently with a TV show, there's, it's a little bit more chaotic. Um, right. Hopefully that's more smoothed out and, and they, you know, they give us a much better ending in yeah. the movie. I, no, I, I agree. I'd like to smooth that out. What else we got? Last item. Uh oh. Marvel is reportedly right? attempting to do a live action Secret Wars movie after I'm former down. Marvel Comics editor in chief, Jim Shooter, revealed that yes. Marvel Studios contacted him to secure the rights for the story. Uh, rolling. That's the only thing I want to see from, from now on. Like, I can't wait. Watching. So they did. I remember being a kid watching the Spider-Man cartoon where they did a version of the secret wars. And it was my favorite, like two episodes ever when that was on, I thought it was the best. So this will obviously be very, very different from that because they didn't necessarily follow storylines like Madam Webb pulled everybody together and all that. But mm -hmm. I think, I think a secret wars would be tremendous. And, and with this crew, like it only, it only upsets me that they waited so long because now we are absent a few key individuals and, and good actors and characters and everything. Otherwise, I think this is going to be tremendous. How do you feel about that? I am all for it as well. Um, I'm definitely all for it. I think it's, it's interesting, but I like that um, 
it is the original Secret Wars that they're thinking about doing because they yes. did a, a different Secret Wars later on, which is kind right. of like it's it's weird because the Secret Wars you'd think they'd be doing is is the more modern version because it's Familiar. all the universes that right different universes that go to war with each other all the different timelines that collide with each other that's the whole point of it is that all the timelines are about to collide and destroy you know the the main marvel timeline and all that um what i think is interesting is is this where it's basically you know you have the um a villain called the beyonder right who is basically kind of almost like obsessed, just very interested in all of the superheroes on earth and decides to bring them all to a place called that he calls battle world. Right. And test their powers and test test their their powers and make them fight against each other. And it's almost like a tournament. Yes. Between all the superheroes. Like this, this is the most comic booky movie they could possibly make that's why i'm so excited about it that would be such a cool thing to see live yeah, action because half of the reasons like so like back in the day uh, in the original you know stan lee comic books if they were ever doing a crossover if the avengers were meeting for the first time or yes. it's like spider-man's trying to join the fantastic four like whatever it was anytime heroes met for the first time or even the second time third time whatever it was even though they were superheroes right they would have them fight each other. Yes. Because it was always a thought from the readers like, oh, I wonder who would win in a fight, Wolverine or, or the Hulk and like right. stuff like that. So that's what they would do. That's a classic way that heroes would greet each other. This is now the movie version. Obviously, you get a little bit of that. I think like in the uh, the first Avengers movie, they fight each other in the beginning. Oh, yes. Um, but, but again, like, that, like, like this you're is saying, at that next level. Right. Right. It would be tremendous. It would be so good. And then hopefully by that time you have Fantastic Four, you have yes. the X-Men, like you have all of that. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. 100%. Maybe this is because this is the, the origin of Venom uh, in the comic books. Maybe this is where you incorporate the Sony-verse um, and you have Venom there. And, and things like that. It, uh, there's a lot that could happen. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Well, Neil. Yeah. We both suggested some movies for each other. Last some night. excellent films. I watched Scoop. Yes. Starring Scarlett Johansson. Scar Joe. You watched Boys in the Hood. Yes. Who? Where do you want to start? Well, I guess we can start with Boys in the Hood because I think that's uh, it was a very interesting suggestion that you made to me, and I I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed the film. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that is the reason why I suggested it is because that is like. A, one of my favorite movies. Like, I really, really like that movie. I think that's a great movie. 
It's got great performances. Yes. It's kind of like an under the radar, sneaky, like one of my favorite films. Well, and that exactly. So under the like, I let's talk about the cast first. So it's yep. 1991. So this is pre-fame, like pre-extreme fame for a lot of people. It's um, Ice Cube's first role ever. In, a, in a, ever. Okay. It's and now, by the way, because uh, I was watching it, and as I'm watching it, I'm recognizing things. I'm recognizing like the porch. I'm recognizing the house, and I'm recognizing the atmosphere that would go into the uh, Friday series of movies mm-hmm. starring Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. So, you know, which I love, and I realized later. So I did a little research and found out that that was kind of born on this set. And the director talking. I didn't. To, I didn't know that either. Yeah, talking to him and saying, you know, you really got some interesting ideas. You should write some stuff down. And like from that, what you know, this is the genesis of Friday, which was huh. loved by many. Yes, very um, cool. Cuba Gooding Jr. You know, I know he's had some troubles recently, but uh, like a really good actor, deserves a lot of credit. A really good actor, tremendous at what he does. Um, and in a role like this, it actually kind of is a departure from what you're used to with Cuba Gooding Jr. He usually plays, you know, and he was, I guess, the cleanest cut guy in the movie. Yes. But he, you know, he plays more of a lovable uh, goon in most of his other features. So yeah. I, you yep, know, yep, yep. Th- this was this was interesting to see. Angela Bassett, always That's amazing. Right. That's right. I, I, I forgot that she was in this movie too. I know yes. last, last week when I was discussing who's in it, I kind of focused on Ice Cube and Cuba Gooding and Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. Course. I forgot yeah. Angela Bassett also also in it. Also in it and tremendous. And then yes. naturally you got Larry Fishburne who doing his best, always amazing, excellent father figure. Did you not a- agree that he, he got snubbed for at least yes. the nom? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, so, all right. So now the content, it's a rough story, but it's a story that's still kind of going on today. It's like, no, it's crazy. It is crazy. And I love the idea because you, they kind of set you up in the first 10 minutes where, you know, the young kid is getting in trouble in school and he's from a broken home and he's going to go live with his father. And the way that was being presented was that the father was like this hard ass and, you know, maybe a criminal or maybe a problem. And he was going to go live over there. And then it turns out that, like, this is the guiding light, the guiding force uh, that's going to turn this kid into a success. Mm-hmm. You know, going to turn him into a success and turn him into, um, you know, have him follow the straight and narrow. And the relationship between the two of them is, like, beautiful. And it can be – you can relate to it no matter what race, color, creed, religion – group you belong to like that father-son relationship that they have you totally universal so i loved it i thought it was a great movie um i'm going to shout out one other person because i can't believe i forgot her and as i was watching it i was like why do i know her who is this i mm-hmm. know this person i think regina i know who you're talking about yep yeah yep regina king's like, oh, in it as well yeah that's those regina early king. regina king appearance yes. as well Yep. And tremendous. Just absolutely tremendous. Yeah. 
Yeah. So well, I good. recommend I'm, it. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked yes. this. Thank you very much for the suggestion. I gave you Scoop, which was a, a far, even though it was dealing with Much a murder plot, more different, a far more lighthearted. Uh, film. Yes. 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 Um, so I have seen now after watching Scoop. Yes. Two Woody Allen movies. Okay. In my lifetime. Yes. And I've come to a conclusion All right. that I feel very good about. Okay. I don't like Woody Allen. Wow. But wait a minute. But and you I feel loved like Midnight in Paris. No, did not love Midnight in Paris. Oh, I, I don't know why I thought you loved it. Hated Midnight in Paris. Sucked. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I don't like harsh. Woody Allen. Okay. I don't. Uh, based on the two movies I've seen. All right. I, I'm, I'm sure they're not in their upper echelon of Woody Allen movies, but you know, Midnight in Paris was nominated for, for an Oscar. Um, I don't find his acting. I don't, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't okay. understand why his character was in the movie other than for him <laughs> well, to have a role close to a young starlet, um, oh which is on brand for him. Um, I, I didn't find it like, I don't know his like sense of humor, like the quirky nervous energy that he has that like every character in the movie has Uh, not for me. Okay. Um, I just, it it just, it didn't work for me. This I, I, I'm, but I feel good about like, okay, I know I don't like Woody Allen and I feel like that aligns with how we're supposed to feel in the universe. Wow. Off of, Wow. everything we know about him <laughs> it's like okay my my morals are straight are aligned with my, my viewing they happen to be you're outrageous um by you. i just i don't know it, it was just weird like my biggest gripe gripe is his yeah. shoehorning himself into this well, movie where okay. he didn't need to right like, it didn't it made no sense why he was in the movie and his you character. needed the magic box no. to get Ian McShane in there but then he appears outside of it too right he appears to her outside of the magic box i i don't like you could have used anything Let's as the catalyst leave, there was no need leave woody out no but How not not Hugh even Jackson? not even talking about yeah just like his issues i'm just talking about the the character that he plays does right. not serve anything in this movie it wasn't like he was not needed in in Uh, the movie he didn't bring anything to the table it was just i I don't know it was just very random i i didn't understand that um hugh jackman Uh uh-huh solid very hugh jackman-y very Um, hugh jackman-y you know interesting role to play again like i'm all for a nice you know twist and everything but like there and i i don't think this is to hugh jackman's fault Uh i I think again it lends itself more to the the writing of the movie is i didn't like 
buy into him just being a cold-blooded murderer. Like, okay, he murdered one person out right. of convenience because there's a serial killer and yes. he sets it up. He knows there's a serial killer on the loose, so he sets it up, making it seem like that serial killer murdered the person he needed to murder. Right. But now he's good with murdering everyone. Well, you know, it's the quiet, nice ones you got to watch, dude. Oh, it happened quick. There's many layers. <laughs> he made here. the turn to actual serial killer oh, very quick. Um, that just like lead actual breadcrumbs to <laughs> to that. Don't okay. just be like, okay, now he's a complete just serial killer as well. Serial didn't make sense. Killer. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Again, I, I, you know, I like Scarlett Johansson. I think she, her, she has a, um, a mm-hmm. level of performance in her that comes out in certain movies, like we we've talked about Marriage Story that yes. you watched. Um, right. I think again, like I wasn't into the whole like quirky nervous energy i don't know if that really like fits her Doesn't work for you yeah well, i i agree i, I don't know I, if it, it like outside of it just not working for me in general like me not yes. finding it appealing i mm-hmm. don't know how good she is at doing that either i agree like the perfect person for that who has been in Woody Allen movies. I is was she in um, Midnight in Paris? Is Emma Stone? I don't think she. What? She was in something yeah, of his. I think Emma Stone. I could see but that. She's work. like the perfect person for that type of like yes. kind of nervous, quirky energy, just like rambling on and and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. Emma Stone. I agree. The problem is Emma Stone wasn't around yet for <laughs> for this role, but that's kind of what yeah, I picked her for that role. So. Yeah, overall, listen, it doesn't work for me. Um, I'm, but <sighs> I am answer. internally happy. Like I feel balance and at peace. Okay. With I'm glad. I'm glad my, you feel balance. My between my between the real world and my my movie watching. Yeah. It's nice. it's aligned. Which is enjoy nice. being a follower. It's that's just good. it just fit uh-huh. is what it was. Yeah, it just it fit. Right. It happened to fit ah, very nicely. That's great. Um, that's great. There didn't need to be any conflict there. So fantastic. Anyways, fantastic. <laughs> let's. Uh, what do you got for me this week? Let's talk about this week. Um, yeah. I have two options for you same here carry on i'm excited um i have two options in two different genres as well interesting mine are are two different genres also all right what do we got what do we got so one you may Mm -hmm. or may not have seen it's a movie it Mm um this will this might be the most edge of your seat movie I think I've ever seen. Interesting. Wow. I don't know. Like coming out of it, I don't know if it was to the detriment of the movie or not. 
but it was just very interesting. I think you're going to be interested in the wow. the main character um, and okay. the, lead, the lead actor um, and that the performance from him. The reason why I think you may have already seen this movie is because of this lead character. Um, so I don't know if you've picked it. I don't think I saw this movie in theaters and we were okay. all like, it was like a workout wow. watching this. Movie. Right. It was like a workout. Okay. Yeah. But so yeah, what, what, uh, you need to be like in the mood for something like that. Um, or you have to be prepared for something like that. Um, I the other, sold the ticket to this. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I think let's go with that one. Tell me what that okay. one is. That's you, you did an excellent job of selling that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I don't know if that was like, I'm glad you're taking it as a sell because after you watch it, you may, might be like, what did you just have me go uh, yeah. through? I is it another? Heart, yeah. It's like you're having like you might be right. having like heart palpitations throughout the movie. <laughs> I, I'll take um, that because you had me go through just a shower of sadness with your picks in the last like two, three weeks. So what do we got? Well, <laughs> let's let's, you know, let's wait. Let, let's wait and see how, how you feel about this. This is a 2019 movie. Interesting. Many people felt that the lead actor deserved an award or at least award a, award. Um, a, nod. a nod for okay, his so. performance that is atypical from most of the movies that he does. Interesting. It stars Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler in a 2019 movie. It's called Uncut Gems. I have been looking for a reason to watch Uncut Gems. Where do I get it, though? Where do I see it? It's on Netflix. Okay. Uncut Gems. I will watch this. I needed a reason. There you go. I have been, I've seen, I was like, okay, I get it. I know I should watch this. This is something that, like, definitely would be in my repertoire it seems but i just never like committed so now i'm gonna yes commit. so now okay. you watch it and i'm one i'm tr- i'm very curious to see how angry you are at me yeah. next okay. week after All watching right. this movie. i will i will definitely i'm gonna take some serious notes um i love it i love it i have for you something in the um rom-com light-hearted uh genre of a man who has a heart attack um and has to come back from it but it's not a uh it's not a dramatic medical tale it's a comedic like the the pitfalls and and the comedy you can find in your recovery from a a heart attack that is that is uh, included uh, uh, that includes a love story between two of the main characters which are um hollywood royalty or and one is connected to woody allen which is one of the reasons why i chose it so that's that's and that movie is totally appropriate again it's a watch with your wife movie uh okay type thing this other film uh your wife will have absolutely no use for it is a (laughs) action conspiracy whodunit um thrill ride akin to what you were describing to me um but it stars uh, a, a an early or a mid-career no an early career arnold schwarzenegger early career arnold schwarzenegger who might i ask is the uh 
Hollywood royalty of the first movie? It is Sir Jack Nicholson and Madame uh, Diane Keaton. Okay. With so, a surprise cameo. So I think I have seen that one. That one. That's the that's the one. Keanu's in that, right? Yes. And is it's fun, right? Something's that is a give. fun. That is a fun movie. Yes, yeah, something's yeah. got to give. I have seen that movie. That that's a, a very movie. good movie. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. All right, you will find this on HBO Max. Okay. And it is called Eraser. Eraser. I have heard of the movie. Yes. But I have not seen it. So I am all for it. And like, you know exactly what you're going to be in for with, with an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And there's a little, like I said, it's a little conspiracy, little intrigue, uh, you know, that sets it apart. But I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know what? I really enjoyed myself watching that. So, okay. I am down. Let's do it. All right. All right. So you are going to watch Uncut Gems. I am going to watch Eraser. Um, We will be watching What If Episode 3. And then if anything good comes up, we will let you know when rolling or trolling. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to another episode of It Was All a Stream. Yes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Wherever it is you're listening, we're on all of the podcast platforms. All of them. We certainly are. Including Neil's website. Say it. That's right. Gluedtothescreen.com. That's glued. Tell them about it. The number two, thescreen.com. Word. Neil, what do you want to say to the people? (laughs) Stream on, everybody.